Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Jono Castano is a celebrity trainer and fitness coach. Beginning his fitness career as a professional footballer, Colombian-born and Sydney-based Jono Castano Acero is regarded as a leading personal trainer for celebrities and Instagram workout enthusiasts alike. Most notably, Jono was responsible for the health and physical transformation journey of Hollywood A-lister Rebel Wilson, and he's the go-to trainer for many celebrities, CEOs, models, and athletes, including Rita Ora, Sir Richard Branson, Chris Appleton, Michael Clark, and Liv Pollard. After opening his acclaimed Acero Gym in Sydney, Jono, through his weekly social media posts, has taken his passion for health and fitness into a wildly popular brand that extends to a fitness app and lifestyle apparel. Taking his Acero training series program online, He's also helped transform the bodies of participants from all over the world and connected a community who are passionate about fitness, moving their body for 45 minutes daily and doing exercise and life at any age. I love Jono's commitment to 360 degree wellness and longevity. His warm approach transcends trends and fads and is based on science of training, nutrition, supplements, and recovery. In this episode, Jono offers his tips, tricks, and a wealth of positive motivation to help you achieve your ideal body conditioning and stay focused on the path to optimal fitness, no matter where you are starting from. Jono Castano, how lucky am I to have you on Ageless by Rescue podcast? After all your jetting around, I finally nailed you down. Hi. How are you? How are you going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We're recording here on a Friday. Uh, it's been an exceptionally cold start to winter. And I guess we, we can we can start with the fact that most people get a little bit gun shy to keep with their fitness and training routines. So maybe you can give us some inspiration for how to kick our own asses. Uh, yeah, that's so true. You know, it's um, I've been in the industry for such a long time now that it really you do see people kind of started to taper off in these cold times. Um, for me, I'd probably suggest um, setting yourself like a stronger routine, you know, saying that, you, that you're able to stick to. Say, for example, you have like a group of friends where you all meet up for every Thursday. I've got a lot of friends that actually meet up outside for long walks every single Saturday, um, you know, that type of stuff. Get yourself, get yourself a personal trainer is also a great one. They're going to keep you accountable. Um, so I think those type of things are really going to help you during winter. And I think, um, you know, start a plan, plan of attack before it actually gets to winter and you're not leaving it too late because, you know, you know, fail to prepare, you're going to fail. So I think that's a big one as well. One of the things that I think is really interesting about fitness and body sculpting and shaping that I definitely hear back from my listeners and um, people who read the magazine is that it's often at a critical time or a celebratory moment that they set goals. So in my circle of friends, it's, you know, turning 40 or turning 50 or post baby or getting ready for a wedding or they've got a hot new guy. So 
um, you know, at those times, it's amazing. Our motivation is superhuman. Suddenly all the things that you couldn't dream of doing, you're suddenly running up flights of stairs, you're doing squats in your garage, you know, you're doing sit-ups before bed. So I always say to people, there's always something in you that can be your motivation. You've got to find the why. Exactly. Yeah. The why is definitely what takes you through, you know, those hard hurdles throughout the journey because there's nothing that's going to be easy with absolutely anything. You know what I mean? If you're working towards a time frame, if you're working towards any type of result, you know, I think you your why is like your drive to get there, you know, because when it gets, you know, like times like this, when we talked about how cold it is outside, you know, you're going to wake up and actually remember your why and the reason why you need to get there to your training sessions and why you need to have a structure around your eating, the balance around that. So I think that's super important. The why is like, you know, believing in yourself, you know, that's, a, that's such a big one when you say the why. I didn't exercise until I was in my 40s. Like when I say I didn't exercise, I did nothing until I was in my 40s. And the when I started my, you know, I started with Pilates because I, I found it really enjoyable. It was the first time in my life that I found something that was enjoyable. And the only mm -hmm. other time that I trained was um, for my first wedding. And um, I got amazing results really quickly but it actually put me off training because it was so intense mm. and short and sharp and pretty injury prone as well I would have to say looking back on it um, that I never then considered it and it wasn't until mm. I went back to my why that um, I went you know what everything I read about biohacking everything I read about cellular wellness everything I read about agelessness is before you consider, you know, surgery, any kind of crazy thing, they say sleep, exercise, and diet. And that seems to be your mantra, right? Yeah, that's correct, for sure. I totally agree. I think um, a lot of us tend to kind of actually forget the benefits of what actually exercise is. And, you know, when you talk about the experience that you had about you went on this, you know, crazy um, transformation before your wedding, you know, that's, in all cases, that's not the case. You know, I think a lot of us kind of, you know, fail to actually make achievable goals with achievable um, time frame. You know, I think a lot of us kind of create, create these like 10 to 12 weeks, like, hey, I'm getting married. I need to really get in shape really quick. And I think that's so toxic to to anyone's mindset. And, and I'm so sorry they had that experience because it happens to so many people that it actually puts you off training. And the thing we need to really understand about training is training is not all about getting flogged at the gym. You know, training is as simple as, hey, I'm going to walk outside I'm going to do 45 minutes of a nice walk with my friends. That is still classified as training. Anything that's going to increase your heart rate, anything that's going to put your muscles under tension is going to be so beneficial for you in the long term. You know, we talk about, you know, getting older, we age, you know, our muscles start to decrease, we start to get weaker. And that is the importance of what training is about. So I think we really kind of need to remember that with training and, and kind of not... Um, circle ourselves within that toxicity of creating short-term goals you know let's make it a life let's make it a lifestyle and I think the more we can kind of you know really understand of what that actually is for yourself because it's so different for someone else you know what I what I believe in might be different to you but I think we need to really kind of just get those little things you know you talk about the sleep you talk about moving, you talk about what we're putting into our bodies. There's so many pillars that we need to kind of find the balance for to live, to live a much more joy, joyful life. I, I, I'm now at a stage where I'm addicted to exercise. You know, I, if I don't train 
properly and hard, you know, three or four times a week, I don't feel myself. And I think that, you know, during the lockdown all over the world, and I know you train your celebrity clients all over the world, and I'm going to circle back to celebrity goals, because obviously, that always captivates the imagination. But sure. for normal people, um, you know, the pandemic was an amazing handbrake on the life before during and after what do you, what did you see as an emerging trend with your clients and also you know from your travels what what were the big yeah. takeaways i think the big takeaways what really kind of i saw the shift in the fitness industry was a lot of people started to try new things so you know like yourself you know like you 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 went into you know pilates a lot of people were doing a lot of virtual pilates a lot of people were doing a lot of virtual activities trying new things and i, I really kind of saw the positive shift in that and that's where we talk about what training is like training is so many pillars it isn't just about doing weights but um, i definitely saw that shift and for ourselves when you know with Acero and um, my clientele overseas the celebrities all that type of stuff we kind of you know we we knew what was going on but we kind of knew every single goal that each individual had and for us you know it's not about something's happening and we're going to stop training because that's probably the worst thing you can do. You know, you can't just go like this and all of a sudden just stop and put a handbrake and then go back to where we first started. You know, I think that's, that's crazy. Why would we even do that? So I think for us, what we really did as a business, we kind of, you know, we grew with the times. We knew what was happening and, um, you know, we created that virtual training type of style. We, we, we let no one stop. And um, with the type of, um, you know, new activities that are really sore out there, you know, like, I saw a lot of more apps popping up as well where, you know, when you talk about apps, there's so many free apps out there for us to actually view. And, but it just comes down to each individual wanting to try new things. So I think I really saw that during that Corona because we'll, we'll, you know, you couldn't buy equipment. There was so many, you know, you couldn't go anywhere. That's so right. We yeah. Actually, we were all kind of yeah. stuck at home and craving variety and connection. Great. Exactly. Exactly. So we definitely saw that shift and I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I'm, I'm happy that, you know, everyone kind of started to open up and do new ways of training because it just continued. A lot of people are still doing that to this day, you know, so I think that's a great thing to see. Jono, you're famous for um, your body transformations. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, as I said, celebrities inspire the imagination. They, we, we think we know them. And nowadays we have so much more access to them via social media, so many platforms where they bring out so many aspects of their personality. And I guess... The, the one that was just the greatest transformation was Rebel Wilson, but who you trained and gave her the gift of being the person she saw in her own mind's eye. And I think that that's the talent of a really amazing trainer because it is such an intimate relationship when, that you have with your trainer and so much to do with trust and vulnerability and I would love for you to share, and, and I know you've spoken about it in the media before, and she's certainly spoken about it. Um, can you share with us the journey that you took Rebel on and, and what parts of it you really had to uh, make a decision to act out of full integrity and support, given that so many people were watching this yeah. transformation? Yeah, for sure. I'd probably say, you know, um, not just Rebel herself, a lot of people um, actually, you know, um, view themselves and want to make a change. And I think, um, you know, she did that herself and so many of my clients when they reach out because it's a scary thing to actually reach out to someone and be like, hey, I need help. You know, I think we all struggle to, 
you know, make that step. And I You're think so right. People, like it's that first step is the hardest. The first part. step, yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? I think, you know, people that do listen to this and you know, you are listening, I'll take like, hey, reach out to someone, you know, we're not we're here to help you, you know. Each person's there to listen. And I think, you know, if you are listening to this right now, make sure you ask someone for help if you need it. Okay. But you've gone back into the transformation, you know, like um, a key thing was actually announcing it that, you know, you're wanting to make a change. And I think when people, when you have like such a large audience, it's, um, you know, you, a lot of people look up to you, right? And, um, you know, you don't want to disappoint them. And, you know, they're keeping you accountable, even though that you're not, they're not there being like, hey, come on, like I was like myself, you know, they're there viewing, they're there doing positive comments, they're there doing, keeping you alive within that journey. So I think um, we did really well with that. And, with all my clients, you know, like uh, as part of my job, it's about keeping them. You're a psychologist, you're a therapist, you're you're a BFF. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we created that relationship and I do with all my clients, not just some rebel. I think that's such an important thing to any personal trainer that's going to get achieved results because a lot of people give up too quick on, 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 on humans. You know, they say, for example, like, you know, let's talk about someone's not getting results within four weeks. You know, a lot of a lot of personal trainers and um, they lose they just lose the faith that they have within their clients and I think that's such a negative thing for me you know it's it's not about creating those short-term goals and I think you know with Rebel it became more like a lifestyle um, she really changed that and with a lot of clients have really encouraged you to enjoy the journey because if you're not enjoying it there's no point of actually going through it because like hey what a headache what that's just to- that's toxic to me but um, yeah, I would say, you know, we created like, we created an awesome program. Like, um, you know, we talked about training five times a week, which I've spoken to the media plenty of times. Um, but yeah, it's just a consistency through it and not giving up, you know, it's a long-term thing. Talking about consistency and, and goal setting, um, whether it be with celebrity clients or with, you know, regular people who've, who've come to the, a, a point in their life where they want to take mm-hmm. personal responsibility for their well-being on the podcast you know the podcast is called ageless and for me it seemed a really natural name and a natural fit uh, for where I was in my life but also the people that I, I've met as you know a media person um, and when we surveyed and when I did research on this whole concept of agelessness it wasn't just about how you looked it was about how you felt and how you performed. It was about health span as well as lifespan. It was about cellular wellness. It was about looking sexy, but also feeling sexy. A lot of people have said to me, the the most transformative aspect of getting fit and healthy is that they got their sex drive back. And that, you know, that mind-body connection was never more apparent to them than when they change their anatomy not just how it looked but also how it felt can you can you share I mean you're an athlete you're you're a professional athlete that became a trainer that became a business person in the fitness industry what what have you learned about biohacking energy and let's start with you know sexual energy because it's kind Mm. that's a great um pillar that's a great goal to have right of course, I, I totally agree. I think, um, you know, the, the best version of ourselves is when we're feeling the best within ourselves, you know. So a lot of us 
you know, a lot of it, well, I guess, you know, let's talk about clients that do come to me, you know, um, a lot of them, you know, it's a, they've gone through a hard time and, and they're not feeling the best that they actually could. Um, as soon as they start to train, as soon as they start to feel alive and they're happy with, and they look aesthetically, they're happy with the way that they're feeling, you know, that you can see automatically on, on the changes that, you know, they have within their lives. Like I just had a client really, um, just go through a hard situation in their life. And, um, you know, you, when, when she first came out, when she first came to me, you know, it's, you know, the first, um, it's always a talk and always a discussion on gold and stuff. And, you know, she broke down and, you know, and I could really feel the pain and, you know, I actually trained her today and you really see the difference in six weeks and what a shift that it's changed in her life. You know, she's very happy, you know, everything's gone well again. You know, she, when we talk about that sex drive, she's really enjoying it. You know, she talks about it very openly now with me. And I think that's a, that's such a positive thing as well. Before she was very closed off. And now with all the training, she's feeling great. She's feeling alive. And now she's, she's able to open up and you can really feel the energy that she has and brings into each session and each conversation that she has with myself. And I think that's such a positive thing. And, um, you and know, that's I think a youthful when energy. I mean, let's be honest, sure. having a sex drive is a pillar of, of being youthful. What are the, what's the science behind exercise physiology and, you know, uh, increased um, sex drive, yeah, well, stamina, um, all of that? Is, yeah, is sure. there a peak in testosterone, in estrogen? What happens? Sure. 100%. When, we're, when we talk about the most important thing, the, the release of endorphins. You know, um, we get that that natural high, and I think that's what we all chase with within that um, exercise. Like even for myself, you know, I'm having a terrible day. I do a workout, and you know, after that workout, I feel alive again. I feel myself, and you know, when we talk about sex drive. I feel automatically I'm a much better person. And hey, you know, it comes with that. So I think that's a that's a big one. And in terms of like you know testosterone, you're releasing a lot of testosterone as well. You're sleeping better, which is automatically going to boost you know your deep RM that you're having. You know, there's so many scientific benefits of exercise that we all know about, but we, that's, you know, a lot of us struggle to really understand on, on those benefits. And we you know a lot of us want to stay at home and not even train. So I think if we can kind of educate people on these benefits of what's actually happening when you train, I think that's going to encourage people as well. When we talk about winter, like, Hey, you know, we, we've got to continue training. Speaking about the physiological benefits and, uh, and mm -hmm. health benefits, um, mm -hmm. again, to feel ageless, to to improve your health span and increase your lifespan um there's a lot of talk about bone uh density yeah, um flexibility mobility fat. yeah what can for you sure, tell yeah. us about what are the best exercises so say someone's listening and they're in their you know 30s um and probably not thinking about bone density yet but it's coming that conversation is coming what are the best yeah. things you can do? Say, let's start in your 20s. What do you think are the top fitness I, metrics and goals to chase? I think if you're in your 20s, I think the best thing to do is uh, making sure you're, you know, you're staying active and you're doing those type of sessions where you're really kind of pushing your heart rate to the limit. And when I talk about to the limit, you know, you're reaching those high um, heart rates, like we're talking about 140s, 150s, you know, you're doing that high intensity type of training and you're really kind of, focusing on that at, at that kind of age as well you know where you know we're setting those healthy habits of you know when we talk about alcohol you don't want to really over oversee, oversee too much because you know you talk about your liver your kidney all that the visceral fat you know all those um things start at that time and i think um the, so by the visceral fat is, you mean the fat around your belly uh, the, 
Yeah, around the organs, yeah, basically, yeah. So yeah. whenever you do like a DEXA scan, you know, it really outlines on those level. And when you talk about a bad, bad diet, you know, it really kind of showcased that. You talk about cortisol levels. So it's um it's all about creating, I think in your 20s, if you can start to create those healthy habits within your structure, I think that's going to be the best thing in your 20s to do. And hey, and maintain, you know, those five, five times a week training, that would be amazing. So you're in your 30s, maybe it's your baby making years. Um, your goal Which, is to be healthy enough to get pregnant and then get that mm -hmm. baby fat off um, if you're a yeah, girl. And for guys, it would be the high pressure career building years and maybe your party yeah. years as well. So what are the key things in your 30s that you would recommend to your clients? I think in the key, in the 30s, especially for males, you know, we're talking about the stress. I think we... We need to kind of put time aside for ourselves where it's saying that's not if we're in that industry. If you're working, obviously, you know, you're you're an accountant, you know, those high stress, I think you need to get out of there, go to the gym or whatever it is to kind of put time aside for yourself, including females as well, in whatever job that you are doing if it's accountant as well. Um, you know, we talk about when in you know, those baby making years, it's so important to strengthen your core, your pelvic floor, and really kind of focus on your breathing techniques and really understanding that i think that's super important and when you are coming back and you're trying to burn everything off i think starting off with you know the basics again and then really kind of finding that structure as well and we talk about the 30s and i think we talk like we talk about the visual fat making sure that we're still maintaining a good healthy diet you know we're taking care of our bodies if it's uh, having multivitamins if it's fish oils whatever it is doing regular blood blood tests as well to make sure that we're, our bodies are, are running at 100%. I think that's I'm so glad you said that because I think that functional mm. testing is such a key. For sure. I think genetic testing, functional testing, my gut microbiome testing, you know, if you can mm. get into the habit of knowing what the dashboard of your body looks like. Well, yeah, I think that's so important because, you know, a lot of us are taking a lot of these supplements that aren't even useful to the body, you know, and, and we don't even need it because we're already creating enough and, and we kind of need to really understand that. And the only way is that is doing those type of tests. So I think that's super important as well. If it's in your 30s, your 20s, your 30s, 40s, whatever age it is. Um, so you said that, you know, in your 20s that um, high intensity training is great, getting your heart rate up is great. Would you start really focusing on weights, muscle um, density, um, flexibility in your 30s? Is, is that when you would yep. start introducing that? Yeah, correct. Um, you know, a lot of us, you know, in the 30s, we start to kind of get into those desk shells where we start to round the shoulders and, you know, we lack that posture. So I think um, when we start to really kind of focus on weights, it's more about, you know, correcting those type of techniques where we're retracting the scapula. So making sure we've got a strong back, we've got a strong core. I immediately you know, want to which, do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know, because that's where the pain and the niggles start to happen. You know, we start to get those lower back pains because our glutes aren't strong enough, our core's not strong enough. So I think those type of things we're really focusing on on those key programs where they're kind of working on that is is amazing in your 30s. In your so 20s, what you know, exercise would be good? Yeah, I think if you're if you're trying to work on obviously you know better posture and you're trying to bring out your chest, you're trying to work on a lot of the posterior chain, which is anything like you know we talk about a seated row, you know we talk about single exercise like at a row, lab pull down stuff like that where we're strengthening the lats, the rhomboids, you know I think um and that is one of the things as well with any type of personal trainer, you're there to assess your client, you know you take photos, well for myself anyway, but my clients I take front frontal photos, side photos, the back photos. And then you can really see the alignment as well. You know, a lot of people are hyper low doses, so they're very tight for their hip flexors and they've got that curved back, which a lot of us 
that creates Guilty. a lower back pain. So <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's very common. And if we don't if we don't start to attack it at the 30s, the 40s, it's gonna you know creep up on you. And hey, it's gonna be harder because you know we talk about the older we get, recovery is a lot harder. And I'm sure you've felt it before. You know, you can't be going out having a lot of drinks at your 40s because the next day you feel you feel absolutely terrible. When you're 20s, it's like you recover like this. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I did all my drinking in my 40s. I, I, I was too busy <laughs> being a hustler in my 20s. But yeah. yes, the recovery is painful yeah. and it's painful. It's yes. not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. But um, yeah, I would say that for sure. Now, you talked about core strength and pelvic strength, um, which I think is kind of an underrated aspect uh, of training. And also posture, because when you talk about um, a youthful silhouette, whether for guys, it's always, you know, a slimmer silhouette, but for women, a youthful silhouette is an upright silhouette. It's, you know, your flat tummy of your youth. It's your, um, you know, cinched in waist. So it, going into your 30s and 40s so say you're transitioning out of your 30s going into your 40s you have your estrogen levels drop off your metabolic and metabolic rate is probably a little yeah. bit slower sure. what are right. some of the things that we should be doing to help with the kind of the youthful silhouette i think if you're trying to keep your youthful silhouette and you're, you're talking about you know your, your your metabolic rate dropping down it's um you really got to focus on um your calorie intake you know and we're trying to you know, if we're with any type of goal at whatever age, if it's in your 40s, you know, you look at, you know, BMR, just on top of my head, you know, it's probably around that 1500 from without doing any type of exercise. So we need to exercise to increase our output, you know, because if we're at a surplus and we're taking more food, okay, and you're 40, then say, say goodbye to your 20 year old self, you know, you're not, you're just going to be putting on weight. And I think um, that's so important that we need to increase our output through exercise or whatever it is. Um, and you need to watch your diet, what you're really eating, because I think, um, like you talked about, you're not burning as much calories as you are when you were in your 20s. Uh, running and, you know, high intensity training is kind of um, maybe, you know, you were an athlete in school. You always considered yourself to be a really fit person. And then you, you want to hit the treadmill in your 40s and 50s or start doing marathons. And then the body says, fuck off <laughs> well your joints, your, joints, your joints your joints when you get as well when you start to get older you know they start to decrease they start to hurt a lot more and you but know, how can it's, you um, do it you if do... you're a runner if you love that kind of training are there kind of tweakments you can do that you recommend to your clients and you say okay i'm gonna let you run but we're gonna do it this way yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, if, if you're really trying to work those tweaks, you've got to strengthen those key areas around, you know, if you talk about uh, long marathons, you're going to be doing a lot of a lot of running, which is going to put a lot of um, load on the, on the quads, the quadriceps. So I think, and the hamstrings as well. So I think if you can kind of develop strong strength around that through training, you know, the strength and conditioning type of training, that's going to be beneficial. If, if that is your goal and you want to be running marathons at that age, you know, so I think there's ways that you could aid in those type of um, goals um, but at the same time like you know you see a lot of people still still giving it a red, red hot go you know like doing those um city to surf and without any like um, specific type of training so i think you know it's um i guess those runs you know you really focus on the charity side of things so i think you know if you can do those little um one percenters and help towards um any avoiding any injury i think that's super important 
So you're in your 50s. You still think you're 28. Most people, you know, <laughs> 50, 40 is the new 20. Um, I agree. And you you have all that mental energy, but your body's just not keeping up with you. What are some of the um, tips and techniques you would offer that are safe because you don't want to blow a cardiovascular mm. gasket? You don't want to have a For stroke? Sure. Um, what are some of the biohacking tips that can go along with exercising that are going to give you the physical ability to, to operate, you know, your body to, to its peak? To its peak, you know, I'd probably say, you know, once we get into those fifties, we really got to come to come to terms within ourselves on what we're able to actually do and, and really understand that because we don't really want to, um, like you talked about, you know, we don't want to have a stroke and, there's so many ways to kind of make sure that we're peaking at, at high performance. You know, you talk about increasing your testosterone levels. You know, there's um, natural supplements out there. You talk about tribulus, which is, you know, known to boost um, testosterone. There's many things that can kind of help us keep those, um, you know, when, when we talk about recovery, you know, you talk about brain chain aminos. There's so many little things, those 1%ers that are really going to help us continue to train and, and help us in, in, in our goals. And I guess um, part of, you know, having a training routine is having a recovery routine. What do you guys recommend at Acero? What do you do? What do you recommend your celebrity clients do when they are suddenly going from zero exercise to five days a week? Um, I'd probably say within the clients that we have at Acero in terms of, you know, the working load, we create, um, you know, like we talked about, we bring in the client and we assess the client in terms of their, their capacity and we create like a customized program. So we change it every six weeks because we kind of start to plateau and our body needs new stuff to really attack the muscles in a new way. In terms of recovery, we've actually got someone there that works. His name is Jorge, which is simply amazing. But you focus on, you know, we talk about, you know, remedial massages. There's a lot of devices now that help um, release, obviously, the, the muscle tissue when it's kind of under tension. You know, we use um, TheraBody, which is like a, those guns that you see around a lot of people kind of applying them. So I think those little, little things that we're adding to our um, programs is going to help us within the recovery. And that's what we do at Acero. You know, we, we customize the program. We customize the stretch, stretching plan as well. And we also include Jorge within any, any recovery or injuries that someone may have in, in whatever they were doing. If I were to ask you to wave your fairy godfather wand, um what do you reckon and foolproof best bang for buck exercises let's talk about first for weight loss what is the if you were going to recommend oh, yeah. one or two things that are going to strip the fat what would they be i'd probably say cardio and any compound movement so when we talk about compound movements for people that don't know what that word is it's exercises that are using more than one muscle group you know, so we talk about squats, squats, um, you know, is going to be basically using every single part of the leg. It's going to be using, you know, your um, your core. And if you are weight, if you are using that, it's going to be loading your lats. So it's including a lot of muscle groups in one motion. So I'll probably say your cardio, if it's treadmill, if it's swimming, it's walking, if it's whatever type of cardio. It and is how much loss. in each session um, to strip fat, so probably, like I'm talking about, oh, come on, that's so <laughs> yeah, let's go. I'd probably say I always, you know, I've started this um, hashtag. It's called 45 Daily. So it's kind of really encourages each person to do something for 45 minutes. And um, I'd probably say that's simply enough. And I think I'm a strong believer about that. 45 minutes, you can really do some amazing things, you know. And I think a lot of people that don't have 45 minutes in their day, 
I think that's for me. That's uh, you know, it's it's a lie because we can. If it's either we can wake up later, you know, we can go out of the office, take meetings on on the AirPods, you know, we can do so many things to fit forty five minutes in our day. Because if we can't, like, hey, I think um, you know, we're not going to get to our goals. And I think you know, anyone that does say they don't have forty five minutes, I I hate that for me personally because I feel like we can make time for anything. Because if something bad did happen, I'm pretty sure you're going to make changes to your life, right? So you're trying to avoid or something those good, bad... like if you suddenly, yeah. you know, yeah, met the love of your life and wanted to get um, ready to go to, on a yacht to Monte Carlo, you wouldn't find Ex- your time. Exactly, and I think we we should kind of not wait for those times in our life because when we talk about the people listening, I hope they they found the benefits of what actually exercise does and what it's going to do for you. So I think that's um that's a strong thing as well. And Jono, if I wanted to ask you to wave your magic wand and tell us what is going to give you the best bang for your buck for toning and firmness. Toning and firmness, I'd probably say any type of weight, weight, weight resistance. If it's a class, if it's a, at the gym and you're doing weights, um, I'd probably say anything that's going to put your muscles under tension with load. So when I talk about load, it means any type of weight. If it's a kettlebell, it's a dumbbell, if it's, um, you know, when we talk about those um the ones that go around the legs, any type of load. And do resistance band count as weights when you're talking about load? Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, for sure. That's um, you know, you're creating anything that's going to put tension. So when we use a resistance band, when we open, you know, if we're doing any type of lower leg exercise squats, it's really kind of putting tension on the quads, the hammies, the glutes. I think that's definitely beneficial for toning. And can you tell us? I've read so much about this. I do it all the time. I love doing them. What about the plank? Is there merit in learning how to plank properly? I think um, the the benefits of a plank is to strengthen your core. You know, a lot of the, a lot of people, you know, when they when we hear the word plank and they kind of visualize a six like abs. You know, like this is going to give you a six pack, and I'm telling you, it's not going to give you a six pack because we all have six we all have six abs under here. Like you know, we do. We just got layers of fat around it, which we can't visually see it. So I think. Um, you know, when we talk about doing a plank, it, it is super important. And I think because at the same time, it's strengthening your core. So, you know, when we talk about having a baby, when we talk about avoiding any lower back pain, I think it's so important to have a strong core set because it kind of protects everything, you know what I mean? Lower back is connected to everywhere. So I think that's so important of actually doing a plank. Now, you've been traveling a lot um, and you're in LA a lot. I would like to finish up with saying if, looking into the future because you know we do tend to follow the us i think with fitness trends we've had barry's we've had crossfit we've had rumble various- Rumble's coming here as well what what are we getting uh well you know we, i just yeah we talked about uh, rumble boxing is coming over from the states um we do and uh, obviously when we talk about this everything that we bring from the states is because it's such a big market over there and everything that works there is, is going to be work well within australia because we've got very similar habits you know, we all take, we all really, um, vision, like we all take good care of ourselves, you know, in LA, like everyone looks, you know, simply amazing. I feel like in Australia as well, everyone's really kind of putting themselves first. And I think that's- So Rumble's coming. coming. That's a, yeah. a boxing class. A boxing, Anything else? Yep. Um, what else is coming from the top of my head from LA? Um, trying to think. I know there's another one. Anything about climbing? Uh, Do you like climbing? Because I know you guys have got a big climbing. Yeah, um, wall yeah well, we, we obviously, we, we obviously, yeah, we obviously got um, like uh, the climbers, you know, there's um, the one that's already been in Melbourne, it's called Rise Nation. 
But in terms of that type of stuff, no, nah, nothing, nothing new, nothing new from the top of my head. But, you know, there's, like I said, you know, there's always things coming in and, and we tend to kind of, you know, copy a lot of things that they do and they do it amazing. And I think it works really well within the Australian market. Well, it was so good to speak to you. I really appreciate it. Um, I've been invited to come to Hacera a couple of times because one of my dearest friends, Sandra, trains with you. And, of course, Dr. Joseph, the great love of my yes. life, also trains with you. And um, whenever I'm on your um, socials, I'm always inspired and I want to come and do all the um, new things that I haven't tried before. So I am, I'm coming. Lockdown sure, is over. Watch out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, we definitely, you know, I'll be expecting you. And, and it's good that you want to come in and because it's such a great community we've built within a series. And I want to try you know, new things, you know. I think yes. that's ageless, to try new things, to push yourself. I'm I'm super excited for you to tell me, you know, what I should try that's going to get me out of my comfort zone. I, I, I love that that's, you know, part Amen. of the culture of a Sarah. I love that because I don't forget, you know, when we're in our comfortable zones, that's where the best rewards happen, yeah? Yeah. Wonderful to see you. Have the best long weekend. And I really appreciate you coming on Ageless by Rescue. Likewise. Thanks for having me. And I hope, you know, everyone listening to this has really, you know, benefited something from it and wanted to make a change within their lives. Yeah, take we care do. And enjoy. <laughs> Amen. Bye. Amen. Good night. Take Thanks. care. See you later. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode and if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that. 